Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Yum Brands numbers are out. Yum Brands, of course, the parent of Taco Bell, KFC, and Pizza Hut, reporting second quarter adjusted EPS of 75 cents. Estimates there, 74 cents. Second quarter revenue, 3.01 billion. The estimate for Yum was 3.09 billion. Stocks moving higher. S&P 500 index has climbed in nine of the last 11 days. A record. The S&P up by less than half a point. Little change there at 2152, but an update nonetheless. Dow Industrials up 24 points. Also a record at 18,372. A gain of 0.1%. NASDAQ declined by three-tenths of 1%. Tenure up 12, 30 seconds. The yield 1.46%. Gold up 860 the ounce to 13.43, a gain of six-tenths of one percent, and crude oil down a 3.6 percent, a barrel of West Texas Intermediate now at 45.14. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. China in focus, uh, a ruling by an international court on the South China Sea dispute uh, hit the world overnight. Today, it looks like China may be more willing to negotiate on this, uh, taking some focus on Brexit and certainly uh, putting the focus back on Asia. Eric Shim joins us now, policy advisor for the International Trade and Regulatory Group at Alston and Bird in Washington, D.C. So, Eric, Start with the tribunal's ruling, what they said, and China's response today seeming a bit more cooperative? Uh, I don't know if I'd go so far as as cooperative. Today, you know, yesterday the Chinese foreign ministry very quickly came out and and rejected uh, the ruling in its entirety. Today in China, the foreign ministry followed up with a 90-minute press conference that was broadcast twice live uh, to the nation in which the foreign ministry rolled out about a 13,000-word position paper uh, in which it defended all of the claims that China had made and which the tribunal in The Hague rejected yesterday. Uh, so it's definitely rather firm rhetoric from China. Um, another senior Chinese official also declared that, that China has the right to uh, demarcate an air defense identification zone uh, over the the disputed islands where China has has claimed sovereignty. So they're not relinquishing any claims today. Uh, Eric, just to be clear, this case was brought by the Philippines, right? This is over a dispute with China regarding the right of the Philippines to exploit natural resources in what is described as the exclusive economic zone that extends from territory that it claims in the South China Sea. That's right. The, this stems from a long-running dispute between China and the Philippines over territory uh, uh, around the Spratly Islands uh, and territory uh, that extends. It's within, uh, mainly within the Philippines' exclusive 200 nautical mile um, exclusive economic zone. Uh, over the past several years, China's built artificial reefs. Uh, and other structures uh, within those waters, uh, in effect, laying uh, sovereign claim to that territory and by extension to to all the waters where where the Philippines had had previously enjoyed sovereign control. Well, you know, uh, you have noted that there are real risks to trade and commerce through the South China Sea and all this. But uh, is there a military risk here? 
There is a military risk, and I would say that the military and, and commercial are linked. Uh, there's now a lot of immediate public opinion pressure in the Philippines saying, hey, we've been vindicated. Uh, those waters are ours to fish, or the ones that are not ours are at least now internationally open high seas. Uh, the Philippines has a very lucrative national fishing industry. Many of those uh, fishing vessels have lost uh, significant revenues over the past couple of years as they've been increasingly denied access to their traditional fishing grounds uh, by uh, by either the Chinese military vessels or by what's known as China's maritime militia, which essentially are fishing fishing fleets under the under the supervision of China's military. Now we could see. Uh, uh, you know, all manner of uh, fishing vessels, whether they be Filipino or Vietnamese or Indonesian, seeking to return to those international high seas areas where, where China's claims were, were rejected by the tribunal. The question is, are those going to be met by Chinese naval or other vessels? Are those going to provoke clashes at sea, which could lead to uh, greater military involvement by all the parties uh, in the region? Eric, uh, other uh, members uh, of the region include Include uh, Japan, and I'm wondering if you could uh, comment on the uh, dispute between Japan and China in the East China Sea, and also uh, the dispute that really comes when you talk about economic issues, because it has to do with the natural gas projects that Beijing has been constructing. That's right. The, the China and and Japan have had uh, an extremely long-running uh, uh, argument over the Senkaku, or as the Chinese say, the Diaoyu Islands uh, in the East China Sea. Uh, that is a, a hotbed for natural resource development with uh, both national oil or both the Chinese National Oil Company and various Japanese oil companies competing for, uh, for seabed exploration finds. Um, the Japanese have long been considering whether or not to submit their case to arbitration at The Hague, and the Japanese strongly supported yesterday's ruling, so we might might expect the Japanese effectively to, to take China to court uh, sooner than later, believing that now they've got the weight of, of international maritime hmm. law on their side. Eric, quickly back to China, though, social media flooded with thousands of comments, testy, uh, pro- often profane nationalism, one of our Bloomberg View uh, people writes, uh, some even calling for war. This was, you know, Blocked to a certain extent, but the fact that the Chinese let any of these testy comments out, does it show that, is this like a little waving a warning flag at the U.S.? Certainly, um, uh, a typical Chinese, um, uh, behavior. I mean, they, they have a, uh, they have a, a public that has that has grown in its awareness of their country's strength, both economic and military, over the last decade and a half. Uh, in a way, the the Xi government um, may have put itself in a bit of a corner uh, by sticking out such a strong position. Uh, so it's going to be hard for China to climb down, and that's where the U.S. and a lot of diplomatic players will have to enter and find a creative way to move forward. Thank you very much. Eric Shimp is policy advisor, international. National Trade and Regulatory Group for Alston Bird in Washington, D.C., home to 99.1 and 105.7 FM HD2. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg. Coming up, Bloomberg Law, brought to you by Time Warner Cable Business Class. If your business relies on the phone company, you may be getting less than you deserve. Make the switch to more speed, more value, and more savings. Visit business.twc.com slash more.